0: solving show for people who don't necessarily need one.
1: I'm Joel. I'm Oscar. Bitch, I am Madonna. Didn't expect you to be here, Madonna. Um, we've 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 recently watched the video. Yeah, we're a bit late to this game. I can't believe that neither one of you had seen Bitch and Madonna. When like, did it actually come out? Like two years ago, I think. Two years. Honestly, it's been a long time. She's been. She's been reeling from that hit for a while. It
0: does explain why she has been so quiet for the past two years.
1: You would be, I think, if one of the most influential female artists of, like, the last, you know, 20, 30 years went away for a bit and came back with that. I think you would probably go into hiding for a bit. For anyone that hasn't seen Bitch and Madonna, how about we have a a quick play-by-play of some of the key moments of the... um, We'll just do the video first. We'll address the song afterwards. Okay. I'm just,
2: and we'll just paint a, a, a tableau each. So my one is going to be the opening shot in which four girls of approximately the ages between maybe seven and nine are mm. uh, all dressed up like they're going out and proceed to say the words or rather whisper the words, uh, I want you to touch this.
1: You can't touch yeah, this. Yeah,
2: you can't touch this. Can't uh, touch this. I'm a bad bitch. I am a bad bitch. Yeah. At which point the camera swings over to Madonna being strung up
1: with rope. She's working out, I She's think. just
2: finished. She's just coming to the tail end of her workout regime. She was there the
1: whole time. It looks like she's been trying to stretch herself. She can't. I don't know if you've seen Madonna. She doesn't need any more stretching. She's sinewy and long enough as it is. But, um, but is that on account of the stretching? Is it something she has to maintain? I don't think that body happens by accident. No. God, God would hope it wouldn't. But she. what's interesting about the process is that she can't do it unless in the room with some infants. She's, she's a childminder by day. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and a multi-million superstar by
2: night. Only at night. Only at night. Which is when the video takes place. Of course. Yeah. Now, this is uniquely problematic for me because the video then kicks into full swing in which all Madonna is doing is seemingly molesting strangers in hallways. Mm. How many people would you say she forces herself upon over the course of the three-minute video? Uh, it's, it's, I think
1: it's about three. I I don't think think more. It feels like more. Define forcing yourself, because I think anyone that's in that video has had Madonna forcing herself on them by (laughs) her stealing their time Mm. for such an an endeavour.
2: We're talking about legitimate physical
1: mouth-to-mouth contact. contact. First 10 seconds, there's a guy who is not into it. No,
2: there's a guy just walking the corridor in his pants, and she's just like, I'll have some of that. He's one of the gym guards.
1: Yeah, one of the gym guards. Yeah. Uh, there's an interesting theory that comes up in the comments to the video is that every time Madonna goes and does that, she's actually like siphoning a bit of their life force away from them, uh, stealing a bit of their youth. Because leading up to it, she's always quite slow and sluggish. But after she's made out with this person forcibly, she suddenly has a bit more vigor in her step, a bit more pep. So mm. she's just succubus stealing their soul away from them. I didn't realize there was so much lore. See, this is the the a surprising amount for a three and a half minute video. Yeah, there's a lot of um, <laughs> lot of narrative context you need to take into account account I, I wish that was some creative intent but i have i just think that's her day-to-day mechanics
0: like, yeah
2: that's how she functions yeah, dorian not-
0: gray has like a corner on that whole painting <laughs> thing so she had to find a new method yeah by which to stay young this and is youthful. actually what
2: bitch on madonna is about it's just putting a stake in the ground and just a diss track towards dorian gray there's
1: it's it's a music beef that has been going back thousands of years mm. yeah because like his original track was called Hey Hey It's Dorian Gray. And yeah, not the one you think. Not the one you think. Hey Hey It's Dorian Gray, not the one, parentheses, not the one you think. And it was really popular at the time, but obviously Madonna had to come in and, you know, plant her flag in that particular niche. In that, yeah. no, 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 I've got the corner, I've got the market cornered on a soul sucking, effervescent life for, mm. you know, for, for a modern day audience because. The Dorian Gray track's not really... um, It doesn't hold up well. Let's talk about that. No, but I think it's interesting to to take time to point out the way that this Madonna track sounds. Sonically unbearable.
2: Yeah, that is the only way to describe it. The final section did leave us all reeling. In three words, if you can, Joel, could you describe the sonic experience of the last section? Uh, It's a bassy zip solo. Okay, okay. Uh, Oscar, could you you have a have a run at that? Um, yeah, an angry balloon. Yep. Okay, I would a hundred percent go with that. And yet, maybe
1: the funniest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, it's. What it's, was the view count on that? Um, it's going to be pretty high, I would imagine. Take I mean, take your bets, gentlemen. I reckon it's in the nine-digit count. Because it was a, it was a, it was a meme of the moment. Um, it is 281 that, million streams. That's what the first line sounds like. It's going to be
0: Barbara Streisand.
1: Yep, that's 100%. what it is.
0: But it's not. You know how Barbara Streisand is quite repetitive. I don't know if you've heard. As that an understatement,
1: song. yes, Barbara Streisand quite
0: repetitive. Duck Duck sauce. Duck sauce. Barbara Streisand, infamously repetitive. What Madonna's done is she's sampled half of Barbara Streisand, so it's twice as repetitive. The math checks out. Yeah. That's how music works. It's all clinical maths and no emotion.
1: Yeah. If you just, if you just do one note of a really popular song mm. on repeat solidly for three and a half minutes, it's more destined for success. Yeah. Imagine Whitney Houston, but she never finishes saying I. Why would you plant that in my
0: head? I'm just, I'm just saying <laughs> you need her to say that she'll always love you, because if she just says and I for eternity, maybe no. that's what's at the core of the earth. Don't that's, that's <laughs> watch just her, just spinning Whitney Houston saying hi. Yeah,
1: I wonder what powers that. It's just Whitney Houston on loop forever. She's yeah. F- yeah,
0: the scientists tell us it's lava.
1: No, no. What's more believable, lava. lava
0: or Whitney Houston with infinite lungs? Whitney Houston causes
2: uh, volcanic
1: eruptions mm. every time. Every that's, time she t- every time she stops to take a breath, yeah. that's when volcanoes happen. Yeah, that's it's when Houston.
0: We have a problem. We're here to solve up some issues. <laughs> One of the issues in the world facing us today is that Madonna's. Bitch, I'm Madonna. Son exists, but, but there's nothing we can do about that. That's a big problem. She cannot be stopped. She cannot be stopped. She is the juggernaut of the late fifties. How
1: old is she? Oh, mm. must, must be mid to late fifties now. I don't. I don't. Thing is, though, you look at that video. It would be equally unacceptable if she was 18 years old or 80 years old. It's just bad. Are you, are you ready for the definitive answer? How old is Madonna? 63. She is
2: exactly 60 years old.
1: Ooh. Hmm. When did when when did bitch I'm Madonna come out? Bitch,
2: I'm Madonna. Came out three years ago.
1: Oh, back when she was a sprightly fifty seven year old woman. Of course. Yeah, that's that's fine. Anyway, age right. site,
0: how many views did she have? Did we find out? Two hundred and eighty one million. Two hundred and eighty one million views. So clearly there's nothing we can do about that video. It exists, <laughs> it's going to continue to exist. However, what we're good at is fixing up those little problems. Things that you're in your own life, your little first world comfy, cushiony life that isn't quite perfect, and we'll help you to make it
2: so. Who'd like to kick us off? Uh, I will jump in here. This is one from a cynical lioness. My massage therapist has had really long nails in the last month, and I don't know if I should tell him that those release movements are sharper than his ideal. Mm. She's getting a professional scratching.
0: Yeah. But it's an unprofessional scratching. She didn't ask for it. It's unprofessional conduct to be scratching up when it should be a soft touch.
1: Yeah, I'm not I'm not well versed in massages. I think I've had two in my life, maybe, like mm. two professional actual ones. Um 0% hit rate for any of those, any nail being involved. No, mm. it's been a smooth gliding experience. Yeah, that's kind of what you want. I mean, like, as I've talked about on the podcast before, the accidental tire massage I had <laughs> was closer to being assaulted, but smooth hands throughout. Now, you gentlemen are familiar with the whole concept
0: of if you get a curly fry in your regular chips, that's good. Yes. If you get a regular chip in your curly fries, that's bad. Yes. Yeah. Is this the same with massages and acupuncture? She accidentally got free acupuncture in her massage
1: See, the other way round is If you're going for an acupuncture session And you go That's quite relaxing Yeah, a bit of a massage Just a bit of one You go, that's nice So that's the That's the the curly fry in the chip That's the curly fry in the chip
2: I would would almost agree with that A bit of a massage is in creepy territory If you book in for a massage You know full well Right, this stranger's gonna have their hands all over my body Mm. For 45 minutes, that's fine If you are getting acupuncture they just give you a little bit of a rub. Something's, there are some, something's iffy there. Yeah. Right? That's true. Maybe both
0: situations are the
2: chip in the curly I, fries. I, I think every single situation that can, become, that can be constructed with those two bits of information are always a chip in curly fries. So if we accept that, that's the
0: same with any profession which involves touching the body. Yes. So as a professional, this massage person should be aware of that. And so there must be, we must be able to set a precedent. Yeah, you you need to make a stand for what is right. You could be lioness versus the state. Yep, Versus nail. Massage state. (laughs) And you could set the precedent for millions of people out there who are getting the bad touch in their otherwise good touch paid for professional service. Okay, how would this play out exactly? Um, You said sharp. Uh, Yeah. Are there any other more subtle ways you could point it out? Because often when people make a massage, they're kind of concerned that they might make too much noise or like they don't really know how to react. Because it's it's difficult to say, yes, this is good without making it sound like you're enjoying it too much.
1: I think what you need to do is you're absolutely right in that the verbal element of when you're in a massage, you're quite vulnerable in that spot. So mm. it's kind of, you don't want to, you don't want to like raise your voice or anything else like that. Like you kind of stifle, if there's something that's uncomfortable, you try not to go like, oof, or, or anything else like that. You try and like kind of mm. keep that in. What I think you need to do is you need to put some signage on your back. You know, when you're shipping a package Mm. and you want to make sure that the utmost care is taken, like you want to indicate that there is something fragile inside. Yeah. uh, So you don't don't jostle it about this way up, please. A picture of like a broken glass on the outside. So like, you know, there's something in there you don't want to break. Just wholesale, take that from the packaging, put it on your back. Mm. doesn't have to be permanent. can just do it with like a pen or something like that it's just a fragile do not scratch i think that would work if you were going to go to a masseuse who was going to
2: intentionally scratch you Mm. but that's not what's happened here he doesn't realize that that's what he's doing we need to make it so that he looks at it and has a moment of epiphany i do like how non-confrontational the signage is because you're right saying something is quite vulnerable Mm. can you have a pen and paper underneath the massage table and if you start scratching you just write stop and just put it on your back without saying a single word post-its so just like
1: <laughs> so just a post-it because then it'll nice and like quickly stick to your back like whoosh. yeah exactly don't slap don't don't scratch here yeah. like
2: that's like you can do it on exactly the inflicted area so where he just scratched you suddenly whoosh, ow that one hurt yeah just like <laughs> you down as an emergency
1: ouch or bad touch <laughs> yeah the bad touch post-it yeah well I think I think if you're only going to have that you don't even need to write it you can just have post-its that say bad touch yeah pre-printed <laughs> pre-printed bad touch post-its which are like so you've got the little face hole in the massage table and then you can have the little uh, often there's a little table underneath with some like something nice to look at or so you can just you know that's where you have the bad touch post-its and you can just reach under there and just go slap onto the back and they'll they'll notice. to Ease up a little bit okay, Let's refine this even more
2: what Because if, as much as I yeah. love the
1: post-its The reaching
2: around is still very uncomfortable yeah. What if underneath the table You have the focus group system Of just a dial You can either point to the left or yep. the right And yep. above the massage table There's either a green light or a red light Oh, I love it it's not, even, <laughs> I, not even I love dull. it, but it's too high-tech
0: I think <laughs> I think the masseuse themselves Has to have two post-it note dispensers On their wrists Like gauntlets <laughs> And so you'll twist your dial like you say, but it just fires off their wrist onto your body, and it'll either say good touch or bad touch. Okay. And they can see as like they get a real time update of how they're doing.
1: Yeah. So if you're in a particularly good spot, they would just be like holding down the good touch, like, <laughs> like okay, you're making me uncomfortable now. Maybe I'll stay away from this zone. Mm. I feel
2: like it's good. So I feel like it's, I feel like it's good. there. Can we accompany it with a very relaxing loud bell noise, like ch- wind chimes? Yeah. So if it's good, it's just a ding. But if it's bad, it's a.
1: Like... It's bad, it's a steam whistle. Yeah, let's take boppet cues. No, let's take Family <laughs> Fortunes cues.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: so you've got nice Zen music in the background, so yeah. like real nice, you know, uh, floaty kind of whale sounds. And then you say, <laughs> just like as loud as possible. It's like, okay, no to All scratching right. on the shoulders. You did
0: bring up boppet cues, though. Yeah. And I think I glossed over that because actually the boppet cues. Could work as commands right. in a Masseuse context. See, this
2: is the thing. If we have the if we have the dial just as the catch all for all massages, mm. just like you're doing a good or you're doing a bad. Stop it! Exactly. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if we then have advanced massages, so you can mm. go in and you can buy yeah, your regular massage, and this would include obviously the good bad dial. Yep. You can also buy a boppet massage. Mm. And what that is, is you have a boppet underneath the table, but the <laughs> You can just go. Okay, Okay, I know what they want to do now. Spin it!
1: And they have to then follow your commands. Yeah. yeah. Flick it! So it's an inverse. <laughs> yeah, my, my favourite part of a massage is when I'm lying on the table and I can hear a nice relaxing noise and they start pulling bits of my back. Yeah, yeah. absolutely.
2: Because it's kind of up to interpretation depending on where they are in your body. Like, they could be upper back and you just go, twist it! Yeah.
1: What? And then they, How? And they get you on your side and just, like, click out all the vertebrae in your back. And you're like, oh, Yeah.
0: But that's the thing, if the mark of a good masseuse is knowing what the commands mean in what context in every part of the body. Precisely. So you, like, go up to the neck and you just write, bop
1: it! But don't bop it too high, because <laughs> you will paralyze that person. Yeah. So I it's think... an
0: inverse of bop it, because you're sending the commands.
1: Yeah. So yeah. is this just it bop?
0: <laughs> it bop? Do it, do it bop. Do it bop. Yeah. It bop, the new massage system. Yeah, you'll have to retrain,
1: but I feel like it's enough of a niche market. Mm.
0: I think it's good. I think it not only fixes the nail problem, it fixes a lot of the communication around massages. Yeah.
2: It, it also makes massage much more of a two-way street. Yeah. Like massaging at the moment is very much just, all right, I'm at your mercy. I, you might have long nails, you might have smooth hands, I don't know, but I'm yours for 45 minutes. This gives you some control. Yeah. Mm. This lets you <laughs> this lets them spin you whatever
1: way they want. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on then, Oscar this one here comes from Nick, that's Monek on Twitter, who says, when the back of your invisible socks fall off inside your shoes. I'm sorry? Now, did you never have, uh, there, was a, there was a phase that was quite popularized a while ago. It might still be going on now. I'm not really on top of fashion trends, but super high rolled up uh, jeans, kind of like the way that I have mine. But then you'd wear regular kind of shoes, but you'd have a sock inside that, kind of cut off closer to the bottom Mm, yeah and so they'd have like a little bit of a grip that held onto the back of the heel so it didn't just fall off but when you do have it fall off you kind of your foot's in a kind of a condom inside the shoe see did you never try it I I got sold some of these with a pair of
0: shoes on a hot tip special offer by the cashier and I got sucked it in.
1: Yeah, no. I I did exactly the same thing. I bought a pair of Vans and they went, oh, do you want to wear these without without socks? Because they're kind of uncomfortable. If you get these, then you can have the same aesthetic, but you don't have to wear actual socks on. Okay, that's fine. It was not. I don't understand what's so bad about socks. I
2: just just want to put that out there. This whole fashion trend over the last... Probably eight, nine years of being ashamed of of wearing socks. Like someone goes, I can see your socks. And
1: it's like, yes, because I'm wearing them. Like if you still have to wear socks, but pretend that you aren't. I think though, if people are pointing out, oh, I can see you're wearing socks. That's kind of directly dependent on what's on the sock. Because I don't like I I don't go for too much of a jazzy sock. I'm pretty pretty safe. Like they'll be white sometimes with a coloured stripe on them. Madman. I've never really been big on the the pattern socks. Joel, mm. you're slightly more on, on this. You've got some.
0: I like my patterns. I do most of my sock most of my obtaining of socks comes from birthdays and Christmas. Mm. Yeah. I've, I've never been super vocal against getting socks, and I know a lot of people are for, like, comedic effect or whatever, but that's that's my harvesting time. Me too. I don't. I have not bought a pair of socks but, in 13 years. The important thing to remember with that lifestyle is that no one buys you plain white or plain black socks for Christmas because that's really dull. So they'll get you Santa socks or they'll get you stripy socks. What have I got on today? I've got my one pair of plain black socks on, but you'll find if I roll up my ankle... You roll your ankle. If I roll my ankle, we'll go to A&E. If I roll up my jeans... You'll see, there's a Death Star on them. That's
1: good. Oh. That's good because it's that's,
0: a subtle present. That's a uh, that's a sock where the the jazziness of it is just for you, unless yeah. you decide to share it with anyone else. It's the modern day equivalent of wearing garters.
1: <laughs> a little bit, just
2: no one else knows, but I feel sexy with my
1: Death Star. <laughs> yeah, the garter is often referred to as the Death Star of early legwear. Yeah, absolutely.
2: Yeah. So, as a, as a small tangent, what is the most unappealing pair of socks you've ever been given as a gift?
1: I had a a pair of socks that were checkerboard pattern. And this Mm. was when I was about, I think 14, 15. So I just got on my first pair of checkerboard vans, the slip-on ones and went, oh my God, I'm going to double down on this. So I got like a checkerboard belt and I had like, I think I had a checkerboard neckerchief. There's no photo evidence of it, but it did happen. So cool. Oh, hell yeah. Unfortunately, because my wardrobe prior to this point had been pretty like non-patterned, it mm. meant that everyone saw these instances and went, Oscar's really into checkerboard stuff. So there's one year where I got a pair of um checkerboard socks, which were a really light, I'd say fluorescent lime green mm. and pink alternating with bright orange uh toe and like heel caps on them. And because you know, if you get like a birthday present and the person's around slightly before your birthday, you kind of get a free pass on opening it. Yeah. They go, so I thought you like these. And I noticed you got some checkboard things. I got them out and like had to kind of shield my eyes from the bright glare of it. She went, mm. try them on. I want to make sure they're the right size. And so had to have them on there and then. And uh, she went, oh, they're lovely. And mum went, oh yeah, they're really cool. So I just had these on for a while. And I think they, if you look in like my sock drawer from my old old bedroom, which has still got like old socks and bits and like belts and things like that. They are like as new, pristine because <laughs> I think they got worn that one time for ten minutes and then yeah. couldn't throw them away because I'd feel bad about them going into the bin. So they just yep. look their resale value is probably exactly the same, aka worthless. None. Because why would you wear? <laughs> yeah. Them? Why would you also resell socks? H- times are hard, man. That's not times a. can be not a market. Times, times can be hard. I'm selling my socks. You know, it's uh, it's a hard word out there. What, what about yours, Joel? What is your your most unwearable pair of gift socks? I am actually quite fortunate
0: that most of my socks are fine. I I've not got these, but I have seen those toe socks. Oh
1: yeah, those have are, you seen those? The are toe socks. disgusting. See, they look like the kind of socks that someone, would like as someone that has, as you previously established, this uh, this almost reputation for, mm. I'll get you some fun socks. Someone would, as a joke, go, Yeah, Joel will like these. Yeah, luckily I've managed to avoid that so far. Nicely done. The
0: issue I have is in summer, when I want to wear shorts, you can't do big patterny socks in summer. You can if you own it. Problem is, what happens is I then take them off and I'm still wearing long socks because of the tan. Ah, yes. So, and you don't want to like, the thi- you do have to own it because if you try and bunch them down to kind of minimise the effect, what you get is very thick ring of pattern around <laughs> your ankle. It's quite difficult to know where to draw the line. So I, in summer, I do hide away with the shorter socks, but they do slip down. So what's the fix?
2: Honestly,
1: socks attached to shoes. That's, I mean, you've already got sports sock as a kind of shoe now. You've got yeah. basically insoles. a sock with a sole. You've got yeah. insoles. Why do we not just
2: sell shoes that sewed into the lip of the shoe? Yeah. Uh, with the, the, mouth, the mouth of the shoe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, is just a sock. They exist. Do they? Yes. Then sell them. <laughs>
1: they 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 <laughs> exist. They are sold. They they are. They, they, it's happening. Yeah, they Hey did. It, it, it's worked. Tom's fix was so good. It's
0: already happening. They do it with wellies, don't they? You can buy wellies with like, flee- like sock fleece yeah, lining I mean, or sock lining. Why yeah. is
1: that just not on all shoes? Well, because you want to have the option to change it up. You Mm. want to have the option to decide it. If you've got, so for instance, the ones you're describing where it's a shoe and like there's a sock bit like built into the shoe. Yeah. That's fine. But you don't have the option to go, actually, it would look better if there wasn't a black shoe with a black sock bit. It would look better if there was a colored sock bit. So you don't have the flexibility. Being able to choose your own socks means you're more in control of your destiny. Mm. But the whole point of this one is they don't want anyone to see their socks at all. Well, if you don't want anyone to see your socks at all, then just suck it up and just go with (laughs) socks onto bare feet, shoes onto bare feet. You coward. Mm. Okay, so we're saying our fix is stop hiding. Yeah, just be proud of just be proud of those those puppies. S- those, just own that puppy because mm. I I did do the like I said I did do the um, invisible sock inside the shoe thing getting lost and I went to a show and halfway through the show I realized my sock was there and just like had to take the sh- take the shoe off, take the sock off and went this is not this is a no go and just threw it into the crowd somewhere. God, you monster! I was a <laughs> reckless guy. Normally people throw out like plectrums and. Well, no, I wasn't playing the show. I was just, um, in the audience. Oh, okay. I thought yeah. you are on stage. <laughs> I'm important too. <laughs> no, like <laughs> Take my sock. Yeah, you know, like, there's the stereotype of, like, you know, really successful bands, like, people throwing their, like, underwear and stuff at them. Mm. Like, I just threw a sock. One wet sock at them. One wet was, half sock. I want you to touch wet. my feet. Yeah, go on, please. I want you to touch my feet, but I don't want my feet to be present. Yeah. So, yeah, just... Um, so,
0: what we're saying is the fix
2: exists...
1: Yeah. But it's just not prevalent enough yet. Yeah.
2: So maybe we need a marketing campaign. That's what I was just thinking. We need an advert brainstormed super fast on the fly because I feel like our best work on ad campaigns happens mm. in the speed rounds. What analogy is there to a sock
0: in a shoe? Oh, I, can't, I can't say penis uh, in condom. It is a lot it's like a penis
2: lot in condom like, though, It's a lot like a penis Because though. it's a
1: sleeve that covers a thing for protection. Hang on, hang on. Advert is just white background. One shot of a slug on the left. With a, with a no sign around it. Okay. One shot of a snail on the right with a yes sign around it. Just which one is better? Obviously it's the snail. Okay. Socks. Like the shell <laughs> for your foot. As the shell to a snail of a slug,
2: so too is your foot to this sock shoe. okay so Exactly that, verbatim. <laughs> That's perfect coffee. See, why don't we just combine the two together? Opens on a white a background. A snail in a condom. Yeah, a, yeah. Snail, <laughs>
1: yeah, a, a slug in a condom, disgusting. <laughs> snail in a condom,
2: hilarious. Hot. Hilarious and distinguished. Very much so. Yes. The, the condom has a moustache on it too. Mm. Uh, and then the tagline is just, Socks. Protect your snails. Protect your snails. And don't. not your slugs or something. Don't be a slug.
0: Be, socks. Don't be a slug. <laughs> <laughs> All of this makes it in verbatim to the advert.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Even starting the advert and then saying, no, actually. Yeah. The advert Stop is just that. us sat in a room doing this with occasional cutaways to slugs. This yeah. episode is sponsored by Socks. socks. <laughs> by Socks, slugs, and also
0: snails. We managed to get a triple sponsorship. But not condoms. They No, <laughs> that was just off the cuff. They wanted us. no part of this. No. <laughs> big condom. Big condom. <laughs> big condom. The one big
2: condom. The one big condom we all have to share. No. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone in you get one of us has to have sex. <laughs> Goodness me.
0: Moving away from condomionism. <laughs> um
2: <laughs> I quit. <laughs> I quit the podcast <laughs> Political affiliation are you You right, left, you libertarian I'm a condominist Condominist <laughs> Condominist and a badge is just
0: a snow and a condom <laughs> oh, Moving on from condominism uh, I've got one here from Tim Sin That's real Tim Sin on Twitter No fakers uh, He says it's frustrating when the bus that left eight minutes after yours Overtakes and arrives five minutes before That is frustrating. Run me by that again.
2: My head didn't really... (laughs) I'm still on Comdumunism, I'm
0: sorry. You just miss your bus. Mm. You're waiting at the station, the bus behind it. Wait, no. Hang on. Let me start again. (laughs) Let me
1: me run this back. Let me get my abacus. (laughs) It won't help me. I just... (laughs) Just one. (laughs) I'm
0: lost. (laughs) Shit. Damn. Abacus, Ababus. You get to your bus and you manage to just make it. You know that normally you have to wait for the next one, but you've managed to get on the early one. So you off you go on your merry way. And then the bus behind you that should be later has the audacity to overtake your bus and get there faster. So actually, if you'd waited for the later bus, you would be there sooner.
1: Yeah, this happens sometimes. There's like there's a bus on our road that sometimes just goes to the bottom of the road mm. and sometimes goes to town. And I haven't worked it out. I've been living around this area for a year and I haven't worked out. It's one of the 40s, like 42, 43, 44, 45. They all do the same trip, but one of them every once in a while will just stop outside our house and just stay there for the next half hour. Mm. So you'll go, you'll, you'll get on, buy a ticket and it'll go about 10 feet and stop. So how do you tell which of the buses has the, has the, the site See, I'm not sure it's
2: going to be about predicting buses because buses, even if you get the right one and you have all the knowledge, their behaviour is so unpredictable. Mm. Maybe it Mm. fills up too much and they have to stop and something else takes over. Maybe uh, there's a breakdown. I think you need to be prepared for all bus scenarios if... A more viable one pulls up next to you and looks like it's going to steam ahead. I think Pirates of the Caribbean style, we're, we have to get a boarding party yeah. situation. I think we replace all buses with open top buses. Yeah. yeah. And you can swap but I'm thinking between. Just, I'm
0: thinking single story buses because I think it'd be too dangerous if you're jumping up high. Okay. So single story but open top.
1: Yeah, because if a bus is going down the motorway and it's gone to, it's a double decker and you jump off that, you're yeah. doomed. But if it's a single decker, you'll just, you're fine.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So open top, single story, which is not how you refer to cars. But anyway, <laughs>
1: the first floor of the, the first store. floor of the bus, <laughs> the ground floor of the
0: bus.
2: Um,
0: so, yeah, like you said, as you, you're, wet, you're parked up at this stop and you see the bus behind you come Corrine and you're like, that's also that's another 42. By the way, I'm, just gonna, that I'm just going to I'm just going to pepper this with the right flavor as you're going. to So you're caught in traffic, but the bus behind you, he's a feisty one and he, he swerves to the side and comes past your bus yeah. you're ready
1: <laughs>
0: with your grappling
1: hook <laughs> just as your bus is buffeted by cannon fire you <laughs> <laughs> hurl it off into the
0: distance and manage to catch one of the hooks that normally is for stopping you falling over on the bus Yeah, but is also now a grapple point <laughs> Now, are we working as a community? You're all climbing over the same rope, or are we doing Every single swinging? It's okay. man for
1: himself, yeah. As it is with regular bus travel, mm. it is a lawless wasteland. You're on international waters the second it leaves the bus stop, so it really doesn't matter it's what you do. One more thing to the, the chest pad, it's keys, wallet, phone, grapple. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you, yeah, you... Bus pass, I guess. And telescope, just so you can <laughs> yeah. see them coming. Bandolier, tricorn hat.
0: Yeah. Peg leg. Yeah. However into it you want to get.
2: I can I can really see this taking off beautifully because you can actually just start bus hopping to routes that you wouldn't even go down just because they might slightly get you closer to where you need to go mm, yeah and then you can see a bus going the other way and grapple away oh the amount of times
0: one. i've had to you know be in a new place like london or whatever and try and negotiate those buses you know okay i need to get off at this stop then walk 50 feet and yeah, then get right? on a new bus which went past my old bus and it, it's very confusing especially this, for someone who's not local
2: yeah this would be so freeform if you you've could got nas- you just
0: hijack the next one a national rollout of grapple points <laughs> that's all you need that's what about weather though bad inclement weather the grapple can
2: also be an umbrella how big is yeah it's perfect (laughs) 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 now we're saying
1: grapple it's an umbrella that's what it is it's a it's an umbrella imagine like you know bat wings yes of course Mm.
2: yeah they are still very clearly hands and arms yeah but with just a bit of stretchy fabric in there so this was still functional as a grapple yeah but it's just connected by some kind of loose fabric to each point yeah, it's cool and you can just click a thing and it goes into yeah. the hook more like yeah,
0: that's that's you hold the handle, you point the umbrella at the bus. Yeah. It's one of those um pneumatic <laughs> ones. ones and you just yeah. click it and it shoots off. <laughs> yeah. Stunk and then opens and grabs onto the seat fabric with, with weird bat hands. Yeah, with with it,
1: with its hands. Yes. Is it its hands to hold on Then it says, "Okay, I'm holding on now. You can come over and say thank you umbrella."
0: That's obviously a more premium product. You can just have a grappling hook on some rope.
1: Yeah, you can but
0: just have an umbrella. Won't work as well. No. no, it was you're gonna have to be very close
2: to the buses. I can see like old people using walking sticks very effectively. Yeah, yeah, more of more of a pole vault sort of situation, <laughs> yeah. or just kind of uh, waiting till the bus pulls right up next to them and grabbing onto the window of the other bus but as it actually, pulls away. You've been on a bus when they just they
0: just stop. Yeah, they just straight up stop. And if you could, like, harness that momentum, so start your pole vault leap as you can see the bus is about to stop mm. and just springboard it at the perfect moment,
1: you'll get some velocity there. Yeah, and then you just have to, like, duck and roll as you land on the second bus in the yeah. main aisle. <laughs> old people famously good at ducking and rolling. <laughs> There's one thing I know about old people. I'm just envisioning,
2: like, rush hour in the middle of a city, and it's just endless OAPs leaping from bus to bus, but kind of an eyeline. Mm. Because they're not, it's
1: not <laughs> yeah. rooftops. No, it's it's <laughs> no. yeah. I've just thought about what this would mean. So we described an we've described an open top bus, but it's only one ground. Yeah. So it's just a platform on wheels. <laughs> it's
2: just a flatbed with chairs. <laughs> it's a flatbed
1: with chairs, which old people are running from <laughs> and jumping off.
2: And you, people are grappling between.
0: I love it. <laughs> I love the most that the demographic for it is still
2: apparently just old people. Oh yeah. Why do you think they give them bus passes? It's old people and students. See, this is another thing that actually—I I just want to play in this space forever. That's another thing that you've just made me realise. Tickets are going to be pretty hard to enforce. It's like, excuse me, sir, have you paid? off? As he just jumps ship to the next. Maybe bus.
0: the gra- you, the grapples
1: are like you know, oyster cards. They're <laughs>
0: official, yeah, they're oyster cards. So they <laughs> scan the bus as they hit it. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so everyone, like, as it latches on, it's a beep, and then, like, you get charged for how many yeah, trips what, you made. What, what, what if you don't 40?
2: successfully make the jump? We well, you don't get
1: charged. If you don't get on a bus,
0: you don't get charged at the moment. So if you don't make your grapple, you don't get charged. If you're fall if if you on a bus and
1: you fall out the window, <laughs> then you probably don't have to pay for a ticket.
0: Mm.
1: <laughs> you, you, have to get, you have to get a ticket to get on the bus. Yeah, but not if you jumped in through a different window.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's more of a... You pay on entry to the bus, the first bus. Yeah. So you scan your your card or whatever, and then you grapple from point to point, getting scanned as you go. Yeah.
2: And then it just charges you based on how many buses you used? See, now, one thing that we are going to have to really focus on is the fact that fraudsters, uh, they have a great getaway now. So what we're going to have to do is have the ticket collectors be more agile, mobile, and scary than the regular punter. They're going to have to be able to get between buses quicker than your fair dodgers. Just replace them with actual pirates. You know they're still about. Yeah. Okay, so find people who are super into the Pirates of the Caribbean movies and tell them that they can bring their giant pole and sails and everything they need to do the fastest boarding possible. And it's their job just to stay on the bus line all day and Mm. hunt down people who
1: don't have tickets. What is the one thing that all cartoon and stereotypical pirates have? It's a hook. Yeah. They've all got hooks for hands. What bigger deterrent for someone getting onto a bus and trying to get with someone with a big old hook who's within grabbing distance of them. So you're not going to want to tangle with that particular person. So you will just get, you'll get in. You get someone with a big old beard and a pirate hat and, you know, all that. All the pirate garb who talks like a pirate and walks around like a pirate. He can't have a peg leg, that kind of limits mobility. But yeah, I think you need to replace that, that kind of staff member with someone that is deep in the game.
0: Mm. so the bus routes stay the same i think we need to maybe kind of orchestrate more crossing points for the bus routes
2: because otherwise you're the not boarding be, you can't rare. jump from bus to bus it'd be yeah. like spider-man in a hamlet like it just wouldn't work spider-man in a hamlet by the way is definitely how we're advertising this new government rollout right
1: yeah it's not like spider-man yeah, it, has a nothing do, it has nothing to do with spider-man or hamlets but that's what's going to be on the front because it's going to get people's attention <laughs> exactly yeah. it's spider-man sipping a cup of tea
2: in a beautiful, picturesque village, and then—have yeah. you ever thought about swinging between buses? Yeah, this
1: guy has, but he can't because yeah. he's in a hamlet.
0: Now, are we going to face any kickback from the tube?
1: I know ah. that's only really
0: London, but like hmm. they've kind of got more of a monopoly on quick movement
1: than buses do. They do. That's, See, that's underground
2: stuff. No, this mm. it, it is underground stuff. What I'm worried about is that having these tools available to everyone will make them try and do it in the dark underground in the tube. I'm thinking when you first get on your bus
0: and scan your umbrella grapple, that's when the grapple activates.
2: Okay, so So it's just an umbrella? It's just an umbrella. It won't work in a
0: civilian setting. You couldn't just be like strolling
2: down the street and... Hook onto anything you want. You'll just see anything, and that theme will start playing in your head. Yeah, just like someone's just bought the last donut and is walking out of the shop.
1: You're currently describing my day to day. It's just any anything that happens that I feel would would benefit from extra drama. I just start hearing the the opening the opening notes of the Pirates of the Caribbean theme. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, I
0: do think we need to move on. Okay, we do. He's right. We do. Now, passes appropriately. For yeah, pirate grapple pass the PGP um, is not what it's called.
1: No, it's got to have a better name. Than work. Yes. Work, in, work in progress. It's a let's, work in progress. Let's let's leave the naming of that one up to listeners oh
2: okay community vote what is the
1: pirate pass going to be called yeah because i i i i'm so happy with the way that the thought of it went down i don't want to sully it with a bad name which
2: is definitely what we'd give it we We, have a just a woeful track record yeah Yeah. so i
1: think for this one we'll leave that up to any listener who can think of an appropriate name Mm. for this parkour pensioner pirate pass see this is what we do yeah Yeah. i just try and put a lot (laughs) of letters in there as you might have heard, in-universe, it has been rolled out as
0: Spider-Man and a Hamlet. And it's not really <laughs> taking off. So we're pitching to the public. We want to know your suggestions. We're rebranding from old to new. Bounty
1: to plenty. Plenty to Juan Sheet. Remember that? Yes. Why'd he come in? Well, he's still there. He was just terrible. He's still there. How? I'd, pff, they they doubled down on Juan they Sheet. They really did. Oh, we're going to make people love this guy. Yeah. One Moving sheet. on.
0: Yes. Appropriately for our last pirate-based thing, we're now doing our HMS, which is our Horsemelon symposium, where we're all going to say a word and quickly, very ever so quickly, wrangle that into a concept that we think we can pitch to the viewers, the government, a military.
2: So this is something that I wanted to run past this time. Let's okay. spice this formula up. We're pitching to one specific group. So for the first week, Oscar... Yeah. I'd like you to pick the group okay. of people that we are pitching this idea to.
1: Okay. Um let's let, let, let's go in with um let's go in with an easy demographic that okay. we know we know lots about. Teens. Oh. teens. Okay. Yes. Right. Love those teens. I was one. Me too. But not recently, but I was one. Mm. So this week we're pitching our product to teens. Okay. Right. That 12 to 18 demographic. Let's hit it.
0: Yeah. Okay. So So we're all gonna say a word in quick succession and then reorder them as we see fit. And mark it to those impressionable teens. Are we ready? Are we ready? Are we picking teen words? No. Try and wipe teens from your mind. Try just... All right. Three,
2: two, one. Coil. Ladle. Pig. Pig. (laughs) Was that pink or pig? It was pink. Pink. Yeah, thankfully. I did... It came out a bit piggier than I anticipated, but thankfully it it was pink, because pig would have been unworkable. Pink, ladle, and coil. A Pink, ladle, coil. I want to avoid having... Coil is the last word Because then we're trying to pitch A form of birth control to teenagers And yeah. I don't think that's our remit So okay. I'm thinking Pink Coil Ladle Okay, so Pink Coil Ladle sounds like a youth club like, Does oh, it?
0: After Wednesdays it I'm going to the- go down to the Pink Coil Ladle <laughs> <laughs> I
1: don't know about that The PCL You're going to P- PCL? you going to PCL after school you yeah, pcl have, yeah like yeah pcl like it's um they're um they're, they're resurfacing the the uh the basketball court so um mm. can't go there today so we're going to have to go to the pcl which is fine like they've just um they've just installed the new um ladle yeah
0: well <laughs> well it's called pink ladle because a lot of youth clubs i don't know if in your area but a lot of the youth clubs around me were sponsored by like religious communities yeah so they were they always had this kind of naming convention of being a little bit religious, but not too religious. Don't want to scare off those teens. You want you want to help them out.
1: Yeah, the Almighty Father, our God. Uh, cool zone. <laughs> <laughs> it literally was just the Jesus bop stop. But pink coil ladle
0: sounds like a biblical thing. It definitely Does doesn't sound it? like anything
1: else. Pink coil ladle. Ladle is quite a is a difficult one. I feel like I've I've um, come across only one kind of ladle before, and it's the kind that you get big heapings of soup in. Mm. Whereas this one is actually, um, it's a dude called Ladle. His last name is Ladle. Yeah. and It's um, like Job Yeah, in, um, in the Bible. That's a, word, that's a task. A word for a task, but also a word for a person. Yeah. Much like this, Ladle is the, name, the last name of the person who started this, um, this, youth, this youth club. So we're saying yeah.
2: it's kind of almost like a sect of Christianity where there was a like, kind of bit part character in the Bible called Ladle yeah. who happened to be pink and coiled.
1: Yeah, he's a snake. Yeah. Oh! He's the snake. Yeah. And snakes that's, are pretty
2: biblical. That's actually the name of the snake from the Garden of Eden. The
1: pink coiled ladle. Yeah, yeah the but pink he, coiled ladle. He doesn't like the the, or the coiled, the E-D on yeah. coiled, so he's just the pink coiled ladle, like PCL. Yeah, yeah.
2: pink coiled ladle. Uh, so this is the pink coiled ladle youth group. Yeah. yeah. It's not a popular religion because they are just worshipping the bringer of
0: all doom. Yeah. The... Well, there, it's not so much that they're worshipping him, they're remembering him and remembering not to be swayed by future pink coiled ladle-esque interesting uh, yeah.
2: strifes that might might come up in your day-to-day life okay so let's very quickly run down what the pcl youth group will do for the kids and then we've got to find a way to sell it to them yeah because honestly a youth group is kind of a hard sell to, to teenagers a lot of the time mm. because yeah. it feels too main like not even mainstream it feels too like forced fun
1: yeah it
2: feels too much like
0: we Mand-
1: know what you kids want Yeah. mandatory fun they've, yeah.
0: got, the, a, uh, the, click, they've got a they've got clickbait youtube channel
1: oh okay. pcl highlights you won't believe. They have a react booth in there. So yeah. you go in and like it randomly generates a thing for you to react to. Um, to yeah, this, is, this
0: I like. Yeah.
1: So that's pretty good. Um, they
0: brought back pogs. Yeah. But they're yep. PCL branded pogs. So you have to <laughs> buy them. All it is them. is a snake. <laughs> <laughs> Forever. <laughs> it's just snakes from different
2: angles. Um, oh you, man,
0: I got forward facing. Ah, oh, forward facing <laughs> snake. Oh, I got backwards.
2: Uh, I got under snake. Oh, because then you can team up the two and it's kids react to PCL pog openings. Yeah. yeah.
0: God. I got from behind when he's lying in a straight line.
2: Fuck! <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's
0: so bad.
2: You get to see his rattle. I think this is actually a very good space because instead of the usual youth group thing of just like, hey kids, you like video games? Well, we've got ones from 10 years ago. Mm. We've and got you, Metroid. You like junk food? We've got one packet. Also carrots. Like, this is just leaning into what teens are actually doing. Mm. There's the Snapchat corner. Yep. there's the React Zone. There's obviously Pog Paradise over
1: to the left, but yeah. that's that's his whole own thing. There's Fortnite the, is there?
2: Yeah, Fortnite is there, but not the game. No, no. just an area to floss. Yeah.
1: yeah, it's just a floss like a judgment-free floss corner. Yeah. Um, what else is there? Um, what do they like to do? What are the teens into? What are the teens into? Um, like, the teens are really into uh, rolling dice. I've heard this. Yeah. Yeah. And like, are they betting their PCL money on it? Yeah, PCL dollars only yeah. exchangeable or redeemable within a PCL approved location. Um, they're really into rolling dice. What do kids eat these days? Uh, kids these days, big, 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 big on um, crispy coated peanuts. Crispy coated peanuts. And that's it. Okay. Quinoa. Well, didn't, didn't they eat Tide Pods recently? I feel like we did. should probably offer that. <laughs> what well, a big bowl, a big glass bowl of Tide Pods. Yeah, yeah. along alongside the healthy options of quinoa and, and peanuts. Yeah, quinoa, peanuts, Tide Pods, and fidget spinners.
2: Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's still huge, surely. Yeah. yeah. They've got a there. pile of dusty fidget spinners in the
0: corner yeah. because PCL went all in on the fidget spinners <laughs> yeah. because they, they were the first kind of non-teen group to accept them as a as an art form. But by the time they'd
1: done that, they were already gone. By the time they arrived, like by the time this big crate arrived, like they had they'd just gotten the bad news that I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. There's one kid every Thursday who
0: just stands next to the, the uh, fidget spinners all, all night and he's just dab one out for the homies. Uh, he's he's just infinite back and forth, dab dab dab. Do you
1: know the show Bring on the Wall? Do you mean hole in the wall? Hole in the wall, bring on the wall. Do <laughs> they say the <laughs> Do they say bring on the wall? I think they do. I think that's what I'm getting I've it from. never actually bring watched an Bring on the wall episode. sounds
0: a lot more nihilist. No, Here... I think the kids are into their nihilism. <laughs> I accept the wall.
1: <laughs> bring on the wall. There is nothing left for <laughs> All me. All glory to the wall. <laughs> The entrance to the building um, is, so like the bring on the wall, glory to the wall uh, game, <laughs> where you've got to like manipulate your body so it fits through this this gap in the wall. Okay. Yeah. The entrance to the uh, building isn't a standard do- door that opens out, it's, um, it's a dab outline. So to get into the room, you've got to be dabbing. Okay. okay. And to exit, you've got to also be dabbing. But... Also,
2: it's mandatory that every time you enter, um, like a security camera gives you an Instagram picture. Mm, mm. Right, you get snapped immediately, mm. and that's going straight on the gram. That's your login, like that's how you sign in to PCL. Yeah, you, you give them your Instagram details, and they'll upload a photo of you dabbing through the entrance.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's all about you know getting those getting those tags, getting those followers, getting those likes. Precisely. Mm. Um, so,
2: I mean, to be fair, it feels like that's kind of tackled the marketing situation for us because everything in this is geared to be viral anyway. Yeah, kids are gonna see the sweet pog trading going down at PCL on the React channel. and They're gonna be like, we're well, gonna mm. chomp down on a Tide
1: pod. Ignore fidget spinner and then play some pogs, eat some peanuts, dab just on the way flossing. out, floss in the corner, react and roll some dice. And just for half an hour, just there'll be a
2: PCL pastor telling them, guys, 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 put down your pogs. I want to talk about premarital
1: sex. And then they'll put in their, uh, their Apple Airbuds and nod yeah. at the right times And time, now they'll they'll shuffle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They'll, they'll plug into their iPod shuffle mm. um, and <laughs> listen to Evanescence. Just like the teens still Just do. Like Just like the teens, teens still do, do. Yeah.
2: I love how in
1: touch with the youth we are.
2: Pink
0: Coil Ladle. PCL, the youth club for the modern era. It's Ye- yeah. Yeah. Ye- yeet. Yeet. How did we pull out of that nosedive? I don't know, but... <laughs> I'm not sure we have. Yeah. <laughs> don't speak too soon. Let us close out the show before we crash into the ground. Thank you so much for listening. We have been First World Solutions. If you like what you heard, that's awesome. Share it about with your friends. Then they can listen to it and they can like what they hear. That's how going viral works. You can get us go viral on iTunes. You can... (laughs) (laughs) Make us do a viral. You can get (laughs) us go viral. You can get us go viral on SoundCloud. You can make us get go viral on Spotify now. That's new, thanks to the Oscar. But there's links in the descriptions or something. So
1: click those links. Share them about with your friends. Get to it. If you have any of your own problems or prompts that you feel like we could tackle in one of our other episodes, please do get in touch. You can find us on Twitter at FWScast. We're on Facebook as First World Solutions. Or you can email us directly at fwscast at gmail.com. We do check all of those for the show every week. Please get in touch. We'd love to hear from you and fix you.
2: If you are listening to us on iTunes, please do leave us a rating and a review. We love to hear what you guys think of the show. Um, Likewise, on SoundCloud, leave us a comment. Tell us which bits you found funny, which bits made you cry. If you are listening to us on Spotify, give every one of your friends the follow link because it's actually really helpful for us. Uh, We can actually look at our metrics on Spotify, which is really handy. We've never been able to do that before. Um, So yes, please do tell us what you think of the show and please do share it around with all your friends. It really helps us out. Also, can you
0: explain in the comment what metrics are? Because I missed the seminar and I'm so lost. Tom keeps talking about them and I'm just like nodding. I think it's food. Is it food? If you had to ask. You, just... This is the response I get because I miss one seminar. I sleep in one time. But in the meantime, thanks once again for listening. I've been Joel. I've been Oscar. I have been Madonna, bitch. No
2: Madonnas. No Madonnas. <laughs> Good choice. <laughs>